What's going on, everybody? You're rocking with the Cash Flow President, and this is the Cash Flow President Podcast. We take financial education, financial literacy, and massive action very seriously. All right, guys, it's been uh, quite some time since uh, I put out my last episode, man. I've just been, you know, kind of, uh, what's that called? Uh, Growing and glowing, as I like to say. Um, You know, taking some time to do some personal development, uh, learn uh about myself and then learn about uh you know the world uh, and just taking some time to take the time to focus on things that matter the most i'm not saying that you know uh doing my podcast and putting out information doesn't matter but i'm uh better equipped uh, uh to put out the right type of information and and give uh, all my listeners a better uh grasp of you know what's truly going on or you know i'm i'm more uh learned and educated in the um the different uh uh stratospheres and the different uh uh things that i do you know in the different areas that i'm i've been i consider myself uh you know a well-learned individual so the areas that i consider myself at least above average in uh you know uh elevated myself and went to the next level in those areas. So I'm saying that today to say that today we're going to be discussing about the state of the economy. Um, and this is a good tidbit of information right here. I actually uh, was, I'm not going to say forced to, yeah, I'm going to say I was, it was in my best interest to learn about uh, the economy and different things that happen in the economy Um and how they affect uh, me as a consumer and me as an investor um, and and even business owner to to that extent, right? Because uh, as as you guys know, I invest in the stock market and what you're doing is you're investing in companies. So the economy and different things that happen in the economy affect businesses in different sectors differently, right? So... The from the war in the Ukraine that affect uh, stocks to a degree or commodities even more. Oh my goodness, that affect uh, um, where, uh, the shutdowns in China that affect businesses like crazy. Um, inflation that's catching up to these businesses, you know, uh, like crazy. Um, uh, rate hikes, interest rate hikes, that's affecting business like crazy. So it's a lot of different things, uh, different laws that get passed, uh, you know, different bills that get passed. I mean, it's a lot of things um, that affect different uh, markets, different sectors, uh, different, you know, uh, investment vehicles differently. And that's what I've just learned, you know, over time from investing in stocks, man. You got to be uh, well-versed in this type of, uh, and, and just, you know, different information and different, uh, areas that you look and seek information and knowledge at in order to, you know, get the best out of your uh, finances. Since this is a financial literacy, financial education platform, uh, it's typically in your best interest to, you know, do your research and to, you know, you know how people people like to watch the news. Uh, not, I don't like to watch the regular everyday news, your local news and stuff like that, because it's too pessimistic. Right. There's too much negativity on there. They try they do their best to scare you in order to control you. Right. 
and 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 get you in line with the uh, America's agenda. Well, instead, what I do is I watch the news on business and finance and things of that nature, right? And and because I feel like the regular news is just to keep you away from the finance, right? To keep you away from the business side of the news, because you know, uh, if you watch the regular news, you allow. Uh, uh, America and, and uh, whatever local uh, news station to program you uh, to teach you, I should say. And if you allow them to teach you, then you you allow them to program you. You know what I'm saying? If you watch certain content or look at certain things, uh, you allow them to you know what I'm saying to feed you that information. And if you if you allow them to feed you, you allow them to starve you. So I like to just put my eyes and ears and my mental capacity, my mental faculties into places where I would yield um, greater results. Uh, and for me, that's in learning about business, learning about uh, economy, learning about uh, economics, uh, macro, micro uh, economics, and you know things that can. You know, and kind of setting up them them family SLPs to get myself and my kids and my family in a better position. Uh, I can't learn none of those things watching that pessimistic, negative uh, broadcast that they continuously try to 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 feed look to feed into you. Uh, so, uh, anyways, I'm sorry. Back to back to the topic at hand. Ooh, guys, I tell you, I get I get excited. You know what I'm saying? Talking about this type of stuff, going on them tangents and stuff like that. Like I said, I took some time away, and we 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 I came back uh, to you a, a better a version of myself, a different version of myself, but a better version nonetheless. Like I said, I'm, I'm more learned, I'm more educated, uh, I'm more developed in a lot of different areas, but. So the state of the economy, that's what we're going to be on today. Um, so first, I think the biggest thing to, to I want to touch on is, are we in a depression? Because that's what a lot of people, you know, you got the gurus, you got the speculators, the spectators, a lot of people that want to come out and say one way or another whether we're in a depression. Um, you know, we had a few uh, throughout our history. Uh, I believe the, what, 2008, the housing bubble when that market crashed. Um Early 2000s was it the tech tech the tech bubble? Uh, we had a few depressions. Uh, so they want to know are we in a depression? And I'm gonna say some people say yes, and some people say no. That's not that's not a one of those questions. I feel like you can just give a straight answer to because it depends on perspective, right? For the people that say yes, they saying yes due to cutbacks in spending. Like let's say okay, because you know gas has gone through the roof, right? Uh, uh, so it's like, okay, so I'm spending more on gas, so let me cut back on going out to eat. Let me cut back on, uh, we got these subscription-based uh, platforms that we use. Let me cancel a few of these subscriptions, to, you know what I'm saying, to save a couple of bucks here and there. Let me not go do uh, X, Y, and Z that I normally would do in order for me to just kind of, you know, uh, uh, shave some, some hair off the top and save a couple of pennies on the back end, right? And then... Which is what the smart American would do. If 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 I'm sitting here and the price of gas has gone up, it used to cost me about fifty about fifty bucks to fill my tank. It's around eighty now. So if it costs me eighty bucks to fill off a thirty dollar increase on that, I need to I have to find thirty more dollars from now, right? Because uh, a lot of business, a lot of industries where people are, you know, that people work in. They're not giving you increases in raises. I mean, in uh, in, in salary, in your wages. Um, 
You know what I'm saying? Like the cost of things are going up between five and ten percent right now, and but your salary isn't going up five and ten percent, right? It's it's pretty much staying the same. So you have to find money in other places, right? And the only way to do that is to kind of cut back. Um, some people say no that we're not going into a depression uh, due to increased consumer debt or it, it, due to increased consumer spending. Um, uh, was it uh, Visa and American Express, uh, two companies that I follow in the stock market, or just worth noting, uh, they actually reported uh, higher earnings and higher spending. Uh, well, they they're making more money right now because of higher spending, consumer uh, spending right now. So consumers are still out swiping those cards. You know what I'm saying? People are still out spending money. So it's like, okay, so some people are cutting back, you know, in order to have to ultimately to balance out their their finances because, of course, we're all spending more. So the only way to balance out is to cut back and spend less. And you got some people that's still out here spending, you know, as if it's not... Uh, uh, rates and, 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 and things aren't going, prices and rates aren't going up. So it's a, it's a double-edged sword right now. You know, it's like, it depends on what your perspective is. Do you want to look at it from the consumer cutbacks? The people that are saving? Because that might be how your mentality is. Or are you going to look at it from the consumer spending? You know, like I said, Visa and American Express, uh, they're actually uh, making plenty of money right now due to consumer spending at the moment. They're actually raising their rates that they're charging merchants uh, per swipe uh, uh, due to, you know, and, and it, due to the economy and the inflation that's going on. It's a lot of it's actually a lot of businesses that are raised prices. Uh, Procter and Gallagher. Um, who else raised their prices? Uh, it's a few companies, I believe. uh uh, Microsoft, uh, Coca-Cola raised their price. There's a few companies that raised their price. That's what you're supposed to do in order to uh, beat or curve or, uh, you know, kind of level with inflation. Uh, during high inflationary times, it's best for you to raise your prices. That way you don't lose money, essentially, because you're going to be paying more for products. You're going to be paying more for goods and services. You're going to be paying more to get the things that you need. So you have to, on the back end, raise your rates in order to kind of counterbalance that right there, right? So it's all personal perspective when it comes to uh, are we in a depression. Some people say no. Some people say yes. It's ultimately about your personal perspective. Um, Another thing that the state of the economy has people kind of wondering about or on the fence about is should you be investing? And that's a that's a really big concern for a lot of people because a lot of these different markets are down right now. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these different markets are getting beat up. Tech is getting beat up right now. I'm talking about beat to the ground. Uh, automotive industries are getting beat up uh, outside of, you know, um, um, Tesla because that's a, that's more of a tech company. Uh, but it's an exception to the rule in tech. Like I said, tech are getting beat up, but tech, Tesla, ooh, that's one of those companies that just, you know, it just, it can kind of weather any storm, right? It's a, it's a great company with a great, um, with great financials. It's managed, uh, phenomenally. That's just one of those great companies, right? Um, let's see. 
you have, you know, um, what else is that? Oh, oh, commodities are up. Oh, man, every oil company I have is going through the roof right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, wheat is going up right now. A lot of these different commodities are through the roof at the moment. Uh, they're inflated. Uh, would I be buying more of those? No, I'd be holding what I have in those sectors that are inflated. And just like riding that wave of that inflation, just enjoying that extra influx of money, right? Um, but that's why you want to diversify so you can protect your assets. Uh, uh, different sectors have booms and busts. Like I said, right now, retail is down. Retail is getting beat up. Certain tech companies, well, the majority of tech companies are getting beat up. You see the Dow Jones? I mean, not the Dow Jones. The NASDAQ is, 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 is down right now like crazy uh, i think about like 23% uh 22% something like that um you have certain industries certain sectors of banks banks are down but banks are making money like crazy right now um due to uh, the inflation because you know the the fed is doing rate hikes so the banks are making money it's definitely money uh, it's still being made you know banks and finance sectors are booming um I said tech is down, Uh, the automotive industry is down, commodities are up, real estate is booming. Um, You want to diversify so you can protect yourself against the different booms and busts of the market. uh, All sectors won't be up at the same time. You might find a few periods where, you know, your different sectors are going crazy, you know what I'm saying, things like that. and and you want to be able to protect yourself to hedge against whatever the economy throws at you, man. The, the economy is um, the the economy in the different markets are uh, they have minds of their own, right? Uh, different political things can uh, you know influence them. Uh, different uh, things that are going on in the economy can influence them. Uh, different laws and bills can influence them. It's a lot of different things. And even uh, different influencers can influence them. You see what Elon Musk does to the crypto that he continues to shout out. You see what he did to Twitter uh, when he decided to buy it. Uh, it went crazy for a while. Not too long. Maybe about a week. It was Twitter was up. It's on its way back down now because it's like overall it's not just an amazing company. Uh, they don't have a great balance sheet. They don't, you know, they're not growing revenue. They're not growing subscribers. So it's like overall, eh. But... I digress. Uh, you wanna you wanna definitely uh, diversify your investments uh, or businesses if you're in a business. Like if you have one business, uh, you don't want to just solely rely on one business because guess what? It, business might be slow. It might be down with the economy or whatever may have you. You want to have multiple businesses in place to where you can protect your finances. So it's like if one business is slow, the other business can essentially hold you afloat until the other one comes back up. The same with your investment, whether you invest in real estate, whether you invest in stocks, whether you invest in bonds, whether you invest in hard assets like uh, maybe an ATM or, you know, you buy and sell cars. You have a, uh, what's that called, like a car lot or something like that. Um, you want to have different uh, uh, revenue streams, different flows of income, uh, which ultimately are different investments, different assets to protect you against uncertain times in the economy for different sectors. Um, So you want to keep that in mind. Uh, Right now, like I said, a lot of things, are some things are up, some things are down. Uh, Subscription-based industries are down. Netflix lost about, I think it was 200,000, 200 million subscribers. I'm not sure which one. 
Uh, so don't quote me on that. But let's just say that they lost a lot of subscribers, right? And with each subscription, what is it, like 10 bucks for a subscription, 20 bucks for a subscription? Just kind of count that up in terms of dollar bills. And that's just due to people cutting costs due to the, the rise, uh, due to the, you know, the, the, the rise in prices uh, across different sectors due to inflation. OK, so that's just one thing to just kind of keep in mind as you're uh, investing or protecting your investments or protecting your 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 cash or your assets. Right. Um, another thing to think about should, right, right now, should you invest in bonds? Um, Bonds are typically low risk and low reward, so they're typically like safer for your older person who just wants to put, park some money. It's gonna get you're gonna get a return on it. It's gonna grow. It's gonna go up, uh, and it, it might go down a little bit, but you're still gonna get your your return on it, uh, uh, monthly, quarterly, whatever, right? Um, but right now, you know, and during certain economic times, bonds just make sense uh, since the interest rates are up due to high inflation. Uh, uh, the value of bonds, like as a whole, and the returns are starting to look a bit more interesting to me. Most times, bonds, you know, they don't yield very much. But at this current juncture, one, it's a safe play. Two, the the value of the bonds themselves, because bonds go up and down too, just like any other market. They go up and down too. You can buy in on a bond, and you know, during the um, during a, a downtime and, you know, when it goes back up, you're going to make some money or you're going to make more money uh, when the interest rates go up on them, which in because the, the bonds kind of react differently to the economy when, when the interest rates are low across the world. Uh, it's usually, you know, uh, uh, higher in the bonds and then vice versa. Well, right now, interest rates are going up right now, but due to due to the Fed hikes. And the different things going on in the economy, bonds are looking like the yield of bonds are starting to look more interesting, right? Because inflation is high. It's like, okay, it's more money to be made in bonds at this current juncture. You get a higher return than you normally would. Not not saying you get a higher return on bonds than you would stocks or real estate or anything else, but you would get a higher return than you normally would. So if you're just looking for a place to park some money, and let it grow, you know, because um, you don't want in my I don't I'm not the type of person. I don't want to go all cash. Um, and I'm going to come back to that. Uh, but, yeah, so for the, the at the current moment, uh, different indexes in the stock market um, might be a better play than individual stocks. Uh, right now, certain indexes are down a lot, as are the, the actual stocks. Where you know the indexes are just um, different funds that house and track these individual stocks. So you have the Russell uh, 2000, which tracks you know the uh, up and coming uh, small cap stocks that are you know that can boom or bust. Right, the Nasdaq is more tech related. Um, you have the Dow Jones, the industrial Dow Jones. Uh, the S&P 500, which tracks the top 500 largest companies. Um, so it's like, you know, like your Apple, uh, your Microsoft, your Google, uh, your Amazon. Those would be inside the S&P 500 uh, index, right? Of course, Apple would be in the um, Apple and the Tesla would be in the five S&P and in the NASDAQ. They're tech companies, but in Google as well. But the name of the game is, you know, because a lot of these companies are, are getting beat up. Like a lot of these companies that have good earnings, 
Uh, they'll have good quarterly earnings and good, you know, grew their revenue, uh, grew their earnings per share, um, you know, have great stuff going on, buying back stock and everything. But the economy right now and the way that the markets are going, it's just like unless they do an A-plus-plus on their earnings, unless they just really killed it, smashed it like Tesla did, it's a good chance that stock is going to go down. So right now, it sounds like a good time to just track those indexes and just kind of cut your losses. You know what I'm saying? For me, that'll be a better strategy than going all cash. A lot of people, uh, you know, that aren't your intelligent investors, they see different markets um being down is a reason to want to tuck their tail and run and hide. Well, your everyday investor, your your active investor uh, knows better. Your active investor knows that hey, when these markets are down, I'm finna, I'm gonna employ, I'm gonna employ more capital into the markets because these are just bigger and better buying opportunities. Apple was selling at like $180 before the economy got all jacked up and everything started going on. Now Apple's selling about like $150, $157-ish in that range. Apple isn't going to stay in that range. It's going to go back up, you know. Uh, uh, stocks work just like the law of gravity, law of relativity, right? Whatever goes up must come down and then vice versa. So... A lot of companies are selling at a discount right now. Well, your average investor, your defensive investor, your person who doesn't really uh, uh, take the time to learn about different, you know, investment opportunities, um, they they maneuver and move off of fear, you know, uh, and because people fear what they don't understand. Fear is fear is, you know, as uh, driven by ignorance. Uh, if you knew about these things, you'd know that, hey, I'm getting this stuff at a discounted price. It's, these are still great companies. They're not going to be down for long. Eventually, they'll go back to their actual valued price, and I would make money uh, in the long term. In the short term, you'd probably get beat down and you'd lose money. But wealth is built during down times in the economy. Any wealthy person will tell you that. Wealth is truly built during the downtime in the economy. So... That's why I feel like going cash is a mistake. Uh, you got other options. You just have to be creative, you know. You don't want to just go 100% cash. Um, typically, you want to keep about 10 to 20% cash on hand, like for as a, out of all your assets, right? Like the money you have in stocks, the money you have in uh, real estate, the money you have in different businesses, you know what I'm saying? That's your actual, you know, that's, that's a part of your net worth you want to have, you know, that's money that you have invested, growing, and, and working for you, right? But you want to still have at least like 10%, 20% of your total cash. I mean, 10%, 20% of your total assets should be liquid cash. And here's another thing. Well, during times like this where, you know, high economic turmoil, you know, high, high economic like uncertainty, you might want to go even 30% cash, 40% cash. That's cool. But you still want to keep that money investing and working in the markets. And you, and you want to have a nest egg in order to deploy new money into devastated markets, okay? That's the name of the game. You want to have that that extra money that you can deploy into the markets during uncertain times like this because, like I said, wealth is built during uncer- times of uncertainty. Wealth is built during times of depression. Wealth is built during downturns in the economy, okay? So if you know you can get these great businesses on discount, if you know you can get these great uh, stocks on discount, uh, if you know like during uh, um, 
uh, real estate downturns. Real estate is up right now, so I wouldn't buy. But if you know that you can get uh, during the real estate uh, downturns, you know you can get a house that's valued at two hundred thousand. You know you can get it for one hundred fifty. You know you can get it for one hundred twenty-five. Well, it's time to go buy in because it's going to go back. Because when the market goes back up, when the market fluctuates again, when it turns, that's going to be the time where you make your money. That's where your money is made. It's not made. Your money is made when you sell. It's made when you buy. If you buy at the right time, you know what I'm saying. You can sell whenever. And you're going to make some good money. But you need to have those cash reserves to be able to put yourself in a position to have the power to purchase. And you never want to, not me, I'm not looking to exit the market, any markets, right? I want because I'm a long-term player. Like I said, in the short term, you're going to get beat down. You're going to get devastated. You're going to lose money. In the long term, especially if you keep buying, you're buying at discounted prices. You're just adding those shares, adding those properties, adding those cars to the car. Like you're just buying when everything is down and beat up and devastated. When everything goes back to its actual value, its intrinsic value, guess what? You made that much more money. This is when at times of depression and times of during downturns and uncertain times in the economy, that's when the new millionaires and billionaires are created. All right? Just remember that when, when business models change and, and it needs to be a new solution and when, market t- when markets are down and devastated, those are two times when millionaires, new millionaires and new billionaires are created. When the business models of America and the business models of different uh, uh, industries change and, and when you can find the solution or you can find the company that's producing the solution and you can invest with them or when markets are down and sectors are down, when good companies are down, like Apple is down right now, okay? Google is down right now, all right? When these good companies are down, Amazon is down right now. When these good companies are down, Pfizer is down right now. When these good companies are down and you go deploy new money into these and and buy up as many shares as you can, that's when the economy turns and now it's in a boom cycle, that's when the new millionaires and billionaires are created right there. All right, guys? So that's it, man. It's been a blast. It's been fun getting back into the lab with you guys, man. For real, for real. Uh, but you know how we do, man. You've been rocking with the Cash Flow President, and this is the CFP Cash Flow President Podcast. Till next time, go take massive action and go deploy some of these strategies into some wealth-building principles of yourself. Peace.